The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Let's be honest. It's not an adventure, really, unless something goes wrong. And you can choose to be upset about it and panic, which doesn't help. Or you can stop, get help. And then when it's over, that usually makes for some of the best stories that you tell your friends at the bar afterwards. I mean, some of the funniest moments have happened when everything went wrong. And it's not always during often after, but if you can learn to laugh at yourself, you know, it brings your whole adventure full circle. Welcome back to the Next Big Idea Daily. I'm your host, Michael Kovnat, and not to brag, but I do like to think of myself as an adventurous guy. I've traveled to lots of crazy places. I've done my share of extreme things, but I do have my limits. For one, I've never had the guts to try bungee jumping. It just sounds insane to me. But my guest this week, adventure journalist Shelby Stanger, has been encouraging me to get a little insane, or at least to get a little uncomfortable. So a bit later, I'm going to ask her for some advice on managing my, I would say, perfectly rational fear of bungee jumping. But first, let's hear Shelby explain how some of the best extreme athletes and other adrenaline junkies build up their courage in a surprising way. They get a little silly. Use humor to deflate fear. When it comes to adventure, it's not if, but when something goes wrong. You can moan or you can get upset, but that wastes energy. Big wave surfers and hardcore rock climbers are known for immense amounts of smack talking, even in perilous situations. Even free solo Oscar-winning rock climber Alex Honnold likes to crack jokes when it gets tense with his climbing partner. When I taught surfing lessons... The most athletic students would sometimes get in their heads when they were not excelling immediately, and other students would start beating themselves up if they were scared of going out in bigger waves, myself included. A good joke in helping them take themselves less seriously often helped them loosen up, get out there, and ride the waves. If you do get into a serious jam when you can't extract yourself, get help. Then, much later, maybe laugh about it. Some of the biggest adventure mishaps make for the funniest stories, often much later. You're suggesting humor can play a really important role in alleviating fear, so that if you're facing something terrifying, that might be the right time to crack a joke. I think whenever we get uptight or in our heads, humor is almost always the answer. And in perilous situations, big wave surfers do it, rock climbers do it, they crack jokes at each other and they make fun of each other. And I think humor deflates the fear because it can be so tense. And if you are super tense, it's hard to relax and you have to be relaxed when you're climbing up a rock wall or surfing a big wave. You have to be able to focus. So I think humor can be this like little pin that you poke in the uptight balloon and it really deflates all of that fear. I think the other thing about humor is, let's be honest, it's not an adventure really unless something goes wrong. And you can choose to be upset about it and panic, which doesn't help, or you can stop, get help, and then when it's over, 
that usually makes for some of the best stories that you tell your friends at the bar afterwards. I mean, some of the funniest moments have happened when everything went wrong. And it's not always during, often after, but if you can learn to laugh at yourself, you know, it brings your whole adventure full circle. Now, Shelby, I'm tempted to try to use you as my adventure therapist because I am scheduled to go bungee jumping in about six weeks. And I'm frankly terrified. I I haven't, now let's be clear, I have not actually paid for it yet. So I can still get out of it. Um, and I, I've been thinking about it as we've been talking and I've been thinking, hmm, I wonder if I, if Shelby could help me think this through, because on the one hand, I'm thinking, well, I need to figure out the why, you know, why would I want to do such a thing, which I'm not sure I have a clear enough why in my head yet. And then I'm also thinking about, God, is there a way that I can think that I could use humor to address the fear? Or is there some way I could kind of think about this in my head in a more positive way than I am currently, which is just like, why on earth am I thinking I'm going to do this? Well, it is pretty funny that you want to go bungee jumping after the age of 18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I feel like we were talking a little bit before and you do have a strong way. why. Your why is to bond with your daughter and have a memorable experience that you'll never, ever forget. Yes, I should say I mentioned to Shelby earlier that this is really a gift to my daughter who is interested in doing this and does want to do it. And I mean, she could do it alone and I could just watch, but I have had the thought like, you know, it'd be a pretty cool moment for the two of us to have together if we did it together. I think if one of my parents went bungee jumping, it would have been the coolest experience ever. There's no better place to bond with someone than when you both do something scary together and you conquer that fear. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to describe it, but afterwards you come out stronger. Now, do you know that this company that you're hiring is safe? They seem to have a pretty good record. <laughs> okay. So they haven't lost anybody yet. So you right. know, you're in pretty good hands. Yes. I mean, you know, it's funny in my book, I talk about this cartoon I once saw and it's someone standing on top of a high dive into a pool and there's four different pools. In the first pool, there are terrifying sharks. Uh -huh. In the second pool, there's an angry mob telling them to not go. In the third square, the pool has been totally drained. So if he jumps, he's just landing on concrete. Mm -hmm. And then in the last square, he jumps, there's a little splash, and it's not so bad. Uh -huh. I think bungee jumping is the perfect example of your wild idea and how to get over fear. And on this one, the only way to really prepare is to sign up and kind of jump. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really train for it. You yeah. can do some neck exercises to protect you. I actually wouldn't recommend having a super loose <laughs> neck uh -huh. beforehand, but I think you just got to write down your why, talk to your daughter about it. And I think what would be really cool because you're a writer and a storyteller and a documentary film producer is if you committed to sharing this story after the fact with your friends oh, and family and maybe the greater world. No, that's, that, that's a it. good idea. Turn it into a story. That's always a good solution. No, you're right. I, I need something. I mean, because I do, you know, I like adventure, but I like 
skiing or biking or something. I like control. I like having some control, I'll, you know, maybe being on the edge of it. But what scares me about just skydiving or bungee jumping is just, I feel like I have no control. I'm just falling. And that to me just doesn't sound that fun. You do and, have no control. And I'm a control freak, which is why I'm so attracted to adventure because you can't have control. Right. I think one of the things- You can things have a little you, bit though, can't you? You can. You can have a little <laughs> bit of control, but like there's a lot you're not going to be able to control about, you know, you can't control the ocean. You can't make waves come. I'll report back to you if I actually do it. I think it's 50-50 right now whether I'm just going to chicken out. But uh, I'm going to think about my why and think about using humor. And I like the idea of writing about it. That that gives it sort of a, a purpose and a, a storytelling angle that might make it easier. Um, but we'll I see. Used to we'll do see. I'll stories. let you know. I used to do adventure stories just so I had to do the adventure. Right. And I don't <laughs> think that's a bad idea, especially if you're a journalist. Well, listeners, if I live to tell the tale, I promise you'll hear all about it on this podcast and in my newsletter. So make sure you're signed up for both if you want to hear all the gory and possibly hilarious details. And come back tomorrow for my final conversation with Shelby Stanger, when she'll tell us about the value of getting a little bit lost. You can also hear that and all of Shelby's big ideas in our next Big Idea app, available wherever you get your apps. I'm Michael Kovnett, and I'll see you tomorrow.